Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, man. Got a radio show. Do you understand that? I'm telling you, God been big in my life. God God is a gentleman. You know, I, I want to I wanna point that out to you. God is an absolute gentleman. He will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, come see about me, he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So I always say to people this, if you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have, I, I, man, See, that, that's why I'm so adamant about it. Because I've gotten myself in some circumstances and positions in my life. Boy, I've, been a, I've, been a, I've had some low moments, man. I've had some moments where I did not know what to do. I didn't know what was next. I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't have no more ideas. I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's gonna happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes son, when you ain't ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just 
Is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope, hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea. It's just the thought that something could change for me, that something could be a little bit different for me, that maybe, man, just maybe for some reason, I could be saved. I could be rescued. Things could turn around. It could head in the other direction. Maybe I could quit messing up. Maybe somebody will forgive me. Maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know. But I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more and you just don't know what to do next, she says, stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, if you pray just hoping, she said, if God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She's saying you start believing. She's saying that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, that's, that, that's the, the ability to believe in something that you can't see. But the key, though, to faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say oftentimes to tell, a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. Hope is just kind of, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it, but I'm just telling you, hope is, you you just hoping it work all right. You just have a thought in your mind that, you know, man, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you are to me, God, I sure hope something change. Hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. Hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key to my entire existence. Even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, A lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? 
Uh, and then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? See, faith is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just oftentimes, if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just, a lot of people think blessings is money. Uh, no, nah, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be, you'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. Why, why would you not change? Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life? God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. Another day, another gift, another piece of grace. I'm so glad I made it. I don't know about y'all, but woo! Thank you. <laughs> uh, Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, that doggone junior, the legend, nephew, Tommy, all of us here in Mississippi, Monica in the back. We up here ready to do this thing. Yeah. Junior, what you got, man? Uh, I'm just looking at your background. I know you've been out here balling this hard. Uh, let me just know how hard are you, but just tell the people how hard you out here balling at 65. How hard is this? Well, first of all, I must say, before I began to describe any of this, all of this, you have to be a recipient of some grace and favor. That's mm. for starters. Don't think mm-hmm. that you have the ability to accomplish things on your own. You first, I first got to tell you the truth, Junior. Okay. I am the recipient of a great deal of grace and favor, and I know it. I know it because this ain't regular. Amen this again. This ain't regular. Amen again. Now, Amen again. No, no, no. No, no. Not normal at all. Right. But I'll tell you what, though. Come on. Come on. Now that I've given honor and credit to where credit and honor is due. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. When you do get to be the recipient. <laughs> Hello. Also grace and faithful. <laughs> yes. You got to let them have it. In the words of my, one of my greatest friends, Biggie Wig, straight out of Cleveland, you got to tear their mouth out. <laughs> you got to tear their mouth out. <laughs> my favorite saying. Yeah, man, it's all yeah. good. I'm, um, 
out uh, celebrating the birthday uh, with the wife and a couple of my kids. Uh, my kids are grown now, so they have lives. You know, they got families and responsibility. They got kids, got to go to school and all this here. And so, uh, you know, just a couple of kids came out, you know. Everybody called. I got so many. First of all, man, let me thank everybody that sent me a birthday message. You know, trying to return every birthday message is hard. Yeah. But, you know, it's like a lot of important people, you know, significant people. Mm -hmm. You got, you got. So I pretty much, I responded to just about everybody. Now, if I look in the last time you said something to me was on my last birthday, hey, you ain't got to worry about you. <laughs> you one of the people that just show up for the big events. Ain't checked on me all year just now. You, you ain't finna get no. Now, you damn, I can't believe you made it. You 65, happy birthday, man. You're that type of person I don't have to worry about. But everybody else, man, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, just birthday wishes and everything and all. Just can I'm working, you know, but just in a different setting, you know. Oh, you, oh, you doing? Thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, as you ball and tell us. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ask me how hard I'm rolling down this hill as a ball, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to talk damn near avalanche. Hey, just go, hey, baby. I'm damn near avalanche. <laughs> what they gonna do? They gonna. I have a message for haters when we come back on my next break when I'm talking. I got a message for haters in 2022. I'm 65 now. I have a message for them. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Ball and Birthday Boy. Coming up next, it is The Nephew and Run That Prank Back right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for The Nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? F-P-C. I just stretched it out a little bit. Just stay with me. f P C, F P C. That don't sound good. F P C. Let's go, cat dog. F P C. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, Darwin. Darwin. Uh, this is he. Hey, Darwin. How you doing? This is Frank with uh, F P C. We're trying to come down and uh, see about uh, making an appointment with you uh, within the next week, if that's possible. For appointment for what, there? Uh, we're supposed to come by. I'm with F P C. We wanted to. Uh, we have FPC. you on file. What, what, what is that? What is F P C? Uh, sir, your name was left with us, and you're 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 on uh, on our file to actually come out and make an appointment with you, so we can. Um, so we can get your picture taken. Uh, you must have the wrong number. I'm not. I'm not signed up to take no picture or anything, sir. Okay. Well, you are. You're Darwin, correct? Yeah. Yes, I am Darwin. And you call Darwin, and that's who you call it. But anything about a picture? What? what what's up with a picture? Uh, we've got you on our schedule here, FPC. We have you on our schedule to um to actually uh for us to come out to your home and take your picture. Okay, FPC. Which company is that? What what, y'all, what type of picture would I be taking? Now, I'm not taking no picture, but what what is FPC? Okay, you don't know anything about a photo being taken of you? Needing need no, to be sir. taken? No. Okay, uh, sir. FPC is uh, we are. This is a funeral picture company. Who? Uh-huh. So funeral picture company. And what we do is funeral. we come out and take your picture, and we actually keep it on file. That way. When you do pass away, we have your picture for your program, and we have a nice picture for you. Oh, man, look, I'm not dead right now. You're not taking no picture of me. Who is this again? My name is Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, Frank, you mean to tell me y'all taking pictures of people before they die just so you could have their picture on file? 
So well, you, we keep so it on file, and then you have a good picture on your program, and that's what that's what uh, that's what we do. Like some I ain't signed up for nothing like that. Who the hell signed me up for some like that? I'm, I'm not, not quite sure, but we're trying to schedule where we can come out uh, beginning of next week so we can get your picture taken. Next week, week after, you get a picture when I'm dead. You're not taking no picture of me before I die. That that don't sound right. Uh, sir, don't you want to have a good picture on your program? Sir, you're not taking no picture of me for no funeral arrangements that I'm not dead yet. I don't understand that. What the hell is this about? Nobody. Who signed me up for it then? Tell me that much. Uh, sir, I don't have the actual person listed here on who signed you up, but I do have the number, and you are Darwin, Mr. Darwin. So... I didn't sign up for it, and I'm not taking no picture. Uh, you guys run around taking pictures of people before they die just to have a good picture on file? That sounds like some man. I, I ain't never heard of no like that, sir. Okay, sir, are you, I mean, we have your address here. Are, are you uh, Are you available? I'm, no, I'm not available. I'm not available at all to take no picture for a funeral. That I'm not even dead yet. I don't I don't get that. That, that sounds like a bunch of And, and I, I, who the hell gave you my number? That's what I want to know. Sir, I'm not quite sure, but one thing we have to do is we have to follow through with our job. So what we're going to have to do is we I have to come out there and take a picture. No. So no, I, no, I, no, I, I don't no. want to you know, create a problem, but I have to get a picture of you by next week. Oh, it's going to be a problem because you're not getting a picture of me for no funeral arrangement. Mr. Darwin, I have to come by your house at least by Friday at around 12 noon. I'll come by and get a picture. Friday? You ain't coming by my goddamn house no Friday. You a lie. Yeah, I be come over here to try to get my picture. I got plenty of goddamn pictures in my house to put on the funeral program. I'm not taking no picture. That means I'm claiming to be dead. I'm not dead. That's some old bad little got dead. I don't know who the you work for, Frank. But you, you got that. I work. I work for FPC, sir. I work for FPC. FCC, my. You ain't not taking no picture of me. Don't come over here Friday. Talking about no got pistol. Okay, but sir. You got pistol, and you. And I hope they got your got picture on file. That's a stupid got company you work for. I ain't never heard of nobody take no picture before they die. I got millions of pictures in here for that program. And when I'm gone, what the f I care about what a picture look like or who had my god funeral? This will make me You tell whoever the f you work for, they need to go find another from occupation. That don't make no god sense. You're not coming over here Friday, buddy. You come over here if you want to. Okay, uh, Mr. Darwin. Yes. Are you familiar with, with uh, Glenda? That, that's my wife. What, what the f you about to say now? I w all I want to do is say this, man. I just want to say Glenda the one that got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? I'll be a <laughs> Oh, boy, you done lost your head. I ain't never heard of no business like this. Some FPC funeral picture taking Well, man, I said my New Year's resolution. I was going to cut back on drinking, but you got me over here about to tip a bottle right now. Boy, nephew, you crazy. Oh, you crazy, man. Hey, come over here today about four and get a picture of Glenda. You come take a picture. Y'all got me, baby. You got me, I baby. Got you, you man. Got me. Oh, man, I ain't never heard of no company like that. 
Hey, your wife put me up to it, man. You gonna, I tell you what, you tune in tomorrow morning, man. You're going to catch yourself on national radio. I'm going to tell everybody, boy, they had me hot over here. I'm gonna, Don't tell Glenda, but I'm going to have me a drink anyway. I was looking for an excuse to drink. That right there, a funeral picture taken to put on fire. Boy, y'all done, y'all done lost a half a million y'all had with that and that, buddy. Hey, man, I got to ask you something, man. Darwin, tell me this here, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Wake Up Show, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Take it away if you would, Shirley. Was that a picture that fine with you? I mean, do y'all know what picture y'all want on y'all program for your funeral? Do you know which one you want? Haven't given it any thought. I ain't going to hear what they use. Start picking these kind of things out. Start picking this out. You don't want to have a bad picture out there. You want a good funeral picture. You're not going to know. Well, you ain't got no bad picture. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sexy. You know that. Mm, Even (laughs) after death. All right. Coming up next, ask CLO, (laughs) the chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. At the top of the hour in entertainment news, Cardi B takes an online blogger to court. We'll talk about that. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building. Here we go with Kara. Karen in Columbia, South Carolina. Karen says, I've been dating a man for one month. And on our first date, he gave an alias for our dinner reservation. Then he scheduled us a couple's massage, and he used an alias again. I asked why he doesn't use his name, and he said because he likes to be incognito. He stays at my house, and um, I visited his house. He swears he's not seeing anyone else, but who's he hiding from? Mm. (laughs) Well, listen to me. He likes to be incognito. Those words came from his mouth. Your question is, who is he hiding from? Mm -hmm. The answer is somebody. Period. What do you mean? He likes to be incognito. He got an alias at a spa, an alias at dinner. Who do that? Unless he's hiding from someone. That's what you said. Who's he hiding from? Well, he's hiding from somebody. When you stay at his place. Is that his apartment? Mm. Is he seeing someone? If you wasn't seeing nobody, why would you need an alias? Mm. Mm. See, let, 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 let me help you. Uh, three of us on this show, four of us, well, all of us to a degree, have a level of fame. All of us. We can go somewhere and people go, whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't you on the morning show? All of us can run up into that. Okay, that's a level of fame. Now, he ain't on no radio show. (laughs) And nobody's nothing. You don't know him. You don't even know his name. Mm -mm. So now, (laughs) why is he having trouble being spotted somewhere? And you know why a person uses an alias? Because they've used a real name before and it didn't work out for them. So now they get an alias. That's my answer. You see where you fit in. I think you fit into all of them. Next question, should. All right, Toya in Arlington says, my mother had surgery in December, so I've been taking care of her elderly dog 
who's blind and incontinent. I put the dog's bed in my bedroom. And, and so what? Incontinent. And then what? What's incontinent? incontinent. He pees on himself. You know, he can't oh, hold okay. his uh, urine. Oh, I'm incontinent. Right, so come sorry. on, come on, let's go. That's a little more than I needed to know right then. All right. I put the dog's bed in my bedroom so I can keep an eye on her at night. My husband of 11 years has no patience with dog in our room, so he sleeps in another room. He can't tolerate anyone that is sick. Is this how he's going to do me when I'm old and feeble? <laughs> no, no. This is how he doing the damn dog that ain't his. Now, for all you dog lovers out there, I have a dog, too. I treat I treat our dog like his family and it's very well. But let me explain something to you. His ass better not to go blind and start just peeing everywhere. He better not. I'm going to just tell you right now. I'm going to just tell you right now. Bear well, said his ass up and start dog- walking up in the stuff. Bear, I'm telling you right now, this big ass starts walking in the stuff and peeing in this floor in this house right here. Bear finna find out something. Okay. <laughs> but you said you treated the dog Bear, as he was part of the family. But he right. blind and peeing though. So, so if he's okay. part of the family. Bear, bear my daddy. <laughs> Let's just move on, please. Bear we're, is we're dog. On. But bear is a dog, not dog. Like you know, like this, my dude. Dog, yeah. like Tommy, my dog. Junior, my dog. <laughs> You're right. Bear is a dog. <laughs> All right. Moving on to bird. Let's go blind in my house and start peeing on stuff if you want to. <laughs> you be retired. You be somewhere else. Moving on to bird and national. It's called Thank the God. kennel. Why did he have to bark, though? <laughs> be down there as a, at the kennel. That was for me. He, he misses you, Mr. Harvey. He can't see me. bird in nashville says i opened a restaurant with my husband in my hometown he's from a neighboring city most of our customers know me and that bothers him if i'm lingering too long with an old friend that happens to be a man he has a problem he calls me a flirt and i argue that it's good customer service i can't help it that i am friendly and he's all about business how can we resolve this how well you know I don't know. You know, you call it good customer service. I mean, mm-hmm. he's doing too much. Trust me. All that ha ha he he. You know. Yeah, all that kiki and all this. Here. <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all said, y'all got good food. Lingering too long. Nothing in here about kiki. Well, what what what, what what is he lingering doing? Cause he didn't eat. She- <laughs> <laughs> you ate your food. We served it, didn't he? <laughs> you got your food. Was it hot? You, play, you got any complaints? Everything what delicious? Is... <laughs> you still here for what? Good customer service. That's all it is. Yeah. It just, it's uh, some barbecue good. sauce and get on. That's what you better do. Yeah. You got yeah. messed up the business. It's good for the customers. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it's good for. You got your barbecue. What, what, why are you still here? <laughs> what is we talk? Hee hee ha. You need to go home, honey. Let me handle business. Yeah, well, much. okay. Oh, we need to close one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to Mark and Sanford. Mark says, I met a very attractive female at a bowling party, and she ended up coming home with me that same night. 
We had amazing sex and I continued to see her. She recently told me that she is seeing other people because one night stands never work. I'm feeling her, but uh, she just wants a friendship. Is she right about this? What? You you don't you don't want to believe her? She just told you what she do. She do one night stands and they don't work. And the reason she said that, cause she this ain't the first time. When you meet a woman at a bowling alley, she come home with you and y'all have amazing sex. That ain't the first time leaving a place. She's comfortable with that. And she done told you it don't work out. And the reason it Rose. don't work out, cause this is what she do. Yeah. And she right about it. Of course she's right about it. What's wrong with you? So what should he do? Go on, fall for if you want to. She done told you she's seeing other people. And she finna see some more people, too. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Tommy? He's gonna, he gonna have to get on the bowling team or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, you might not. Because you, you might have to meet a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> she could be doing the whole team. She done told you. She, <laughs> she, she did. People. The whole bowling team? Yeah. <laughs> With the team. And some if opponents. Yeah. If you're hitting strikes, you get a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. All right, CLO. Thank you. Coming up at the you know, top of the hour. She got a nickname like 10-9 Split or something like that. If she got a nickname, <laughs> oh, a lot Lord. of bowlers. Entertainment What's up, news. Spal? <laughs> right after this. Uh, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have our Wellness Wednesday check-in with D Herbs. You don't want to miss that. And in entertainment news, uh, Cardi B took to the witness stand and broke out in tears in a federal courtroom last week. This happened in Atlanta. She told jurors she suffered extreme mental anguish over a gossip blogger, Tasha Kay. Um, her false and defamatory statements. Uh, the testimony comes amid a liable and defamation lawsuit that Cardi B filed back in 2019. Why are you clapping, Steve? Yes. Sue her ass, Cardi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring her down, Cardi. Cardi. Yes. <laughs> well, she filed this lawsuit, Steve, back in 2019 against Tasha Kay for defaming her in blogs and on her YouTube videos. Uh, Tasha Kay confessed to creating false rumors about Cardi, to create buzz on her personal blog, and to make her more money. Uh, In repeated posts, Tasha Kay falsely claimed that Cardi was a prostitute with herpes and she abused hard drugs while pregnant. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You just gonna make up something? Yeah. Come on now. What? Yeah. But uh, but But y'all, a lot of blogs make up stuff. Yeah. 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 You say that, Steve, all the and time. Tasha K is the the majority of the stuff on blogs get made up. The, mm-hmm. A lot of it. There's some truths, right? Mm-hmm. But they sprinkle in truths, and then they put that little pepper on it. The little, yeah, like they the juice pepper. it up. Mm-hmm. A lot of blogs do that. Mm-hmm. A horrible. lot. All these statements you see about these people not true. Mm-hmm. What happened to the blogger? Did she win? Well, Cardi B said on the witness stand that she wanted to commit suicide over these things. She said, I felt defeated and depressed. I didn't want to sleep with my husband, and I felt extremely suicidal. Cardi B produced her medical records, which proved she attended therapy, and she does not have herpes. Social media trolls trolls and bloggers do go too far with their scandalous lies, like you're saying, Steve. Uh, So far... um, 
the case isn't over, uh, but we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted. Oh, we still? Yes, finally. Yes, somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what, man? You need to have a way because it's unfair. Mm-hmm. It's unfair for you to say what you want to say about a person. And yeah. even if it's not true and you just get away with it. Yeah, yeah. you have to hold people accountable. And, and, and you yeah. just, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you leave a string of damage that you've done to people. Mm-hmm. And then when people do a cease and desist and make you pull it down, you pull it down and then you start up a website somewhere else, another yeah. blog. And you yeah. just hurt these people. And then yeah. these people have no recourse. Right. No, I right. think it's great what she's doing. And you've got, I'll tell you something else they got to start doing. If you sue a person, falsely sue a person just to try to get a settlement, mm-hmm. and it turns out nothing's behind it, something should happen to the person that bought that false salt, false lawsuit. That would stop a lot of this. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people sue celebrities just so they can get a settlement. Yeah, these were horrible things said, too. Horrible things. Man, they need to stop this here, man. Mm -hmm. I I hope Cardi. Bad answer. That goes against journalism and all that. You're supposed to have facts when you talk about all of that. Yeah, there's no regulation. But see, on a blog, that doesn't Yeah, there's no journalism. The Um, mainstream mm -hmm. media has entered into that. And that's the problem that we have. Because remember, El Story had to be fact-checked to make the newspaper. And then all of a sudden, when CNN found out that bloggers were eyeballs now all of a sudden cnn fox abc they has a they have a, a blog site where you can just come in and blog your opinion and you can introduce a new lie into the story because i heard mm-hmm. and right. you can put that on your Rumors. blog and people start commenting on that mm-hmm. and you just go wait a minute but now that mainstream america allows for blogging that's what makes it hard right Moving on to um, ESPN host and our friend, family member Stephen A. Smith. Well, Stephen A. says that COVID-19 almost took him out of here. He returned to his show First Take this week after being out with COVID-19 for several weeks. Stephen A. said he had pneumonia in both of his lungs and he had a 103-degree fever every night. He said things got so bad that he was forced to spend New Year's Day in the hospital. He said, I can't tell you how lucky and sincerely blessed I am to be sitting here with you guys today because two and a half, three weeks ago, I didn't know if I was going to make it. Uh, Stephen A. said his his, uh, doctors told him if he hadn't been vaccinated, he would likely be dead. Oh, wow. We're so glad he recovered and that he's back. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, t- I talked to Stephen A. about it too, and uh, he told me because I didn't know. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, "Where, where was he?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had been in the hospital a few times, man. He said, wow. "Man, this thing rough, team." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get that shot, man. I'm awful Get glad that he's shot. Mm-hmm. Well, he got his, and that's what saved his life. He said the yeah, doctor exactly. said, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. Thank God he recovered. Yeah, yeah and he's okay now, Steve. Huh? When you talk to him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, he back. Mm-hmm. He back on first take. I was watching after the Cowboys. I was Howdy, howdy, everybody. <laughs> man, the yeah. Dallas Cowboy fans, man. I, I, You know, I feel sorry for them because, man, I'm from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been bleeding like this internally for a long time. <laughs> Whoa. So I don't, I don't really laugh. Yeah. 
I've been internally bleeding since '64, mm. so I, I I I feel for y'all, man. But you know, yeah, but they hurting hard on Quit this. Quit caring about it if they don't care. That's it. That's the key to it. Oh, okay. I got you. Quit caring more about them winning than they do. That's what I did. All right. All right. Thank you, Steve. Coming up in 20 minutes after our Wellness Wednesday segment, we'll tell you how to have a healthier 2022 right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. So how many of us made that New Year's resolution to start being a little healthier, lose some weight, eat better, or get back into shape? I think we all do. How many of us made that lie? A lot of us. I think we all say that at the beginning of the year, right? And to be honest, most of us have already slipped up a little bit. A little bit. Well, (laughs) we have someone to help us that has an ideal way for you to to kickstart your goals toward a healthier lifestyle. It's with the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse, of course. And joining us now is the CEO of D-Herbs and our friend and family member to tell us more. Please welcome to the show, Mr. A.D. Dolphin. Hey, hey. Hey, how you guys doing this morning? (laughs) Great, A.D. What's going on with your player? We live for your cheeriness, for your for your energy, all of that, A.D. Good morning. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. He sounds cleaned out, don't he? Don't he sound cleaned <laughs> he out? He does. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, you stupid. <laughs> sound like he ain't full of nothing. That's what it sound like. <laughs> sound empty. That's what he do. He sound empty. Healthy. A.D. A- initials. A.D. stand for air duck. Fresh air coming through at all times. All times. All time. All right, so AD, I, I'm sure you've seen some surprising New Year's resolution statistics. Uh, people start out with good intentions, but then, of course, they fall short. So I got to ask you, what percentage of people actually actually keep their New Year's resolutions? By look, look, check this out. By February first. of the people that have made a commitment to their New Year's resolution has actually quit. And the number one resolution every single year is I want to lose weight. And that's where the DR Full Body Cleanse can truly come into play because you're talking about results that are like weight loss between 10 to 30 pounds, a huge boost of energy, stronger immune system, clearer skin. You'll be able to focus and concentrate a lot better. The D-Herb Full Body Cleanse can help people accomplish that number one goal to lose weight. All right. I love that. And you can tell us how <clears throat> there are a lot of cleanses out there, but tell us how the D-Herb Full Body Cleanse is different from all those other programs, please. of all the programs that are out there just focus on your colon. But that can just give you the illusion of cleansing. The D-Herb Full Body Cleanse focuses on your entire body. That's your gallbladder, your heart, your liver, your colon, your spleen, your lungs, your kidneys, your adrenal glands, your blood, and your skin. It's going to help you flush out the impurities in all of those parts of your body. And I would probably say, lastly, those ingredients. We are 100% natural, down to the capsules themselves, which are vegetarian capsules. So it's easy for your body to consume and get those results that you're after. All right. Well, hang on, A.D. We'll come back and um, talk more about the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse. And uh, we'll be right back, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, we are back with our friend and family member, the president and CEO of D Herbs, D Herbs Full Body Cleanse, A.D. Dolphin, is our special guest this morning. We've just been talking about New Year's resolutions and how to keep them, how to get healthy this year. We, we, we make that resolution every year, A.D., that we're going to lose weight. You say that's the number one resolution. Number one. And, um, you know, help us stick to that. Help, give us some... Help, help us stick to that. And um, we, we also know, I wanted to talk about this, too, before we run out of time, that the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse has amazing health benefits for people with diabetes and high blood pressure. Mm. Absolutely. Look, so many people have been on medication for years. You know people that's on diabetes medication, uh, hypertension medication for 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. You literally ate your way into sickness. And the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse is actually going to help you change those eating habits so you can learn how to eat your way out of sickness and get rid of those medications so, therefore, you can live a healthier life. Okay. That's the goal. Hey, but you know what, though? You know, you said you made a true statement. Uh People don't understand how important it is to be very conscious of what you put in your mouth. Processed, fried. All of that stuff, man. Oh, sugar is is is, is, is amazing. And there's a way to get sweet without eating processed sugars all the time, you know. But man, it's it's so important this year that people focus on what they're putting in their mouth, man. You really got to pay attention if you want to look healthy, live longer. If you want to be healthy, you've got to watch what you put in your mouth. And that's the thing about your program, man. It starts you off the correct way with all natural ingredients. They say the best food to eat is is foods that have single ingredient. If you eat foods with one ingredient, that's the best food to eat. Beans is beans. What's in beans? Beans. (laughs) Lettuce is lettuce. It's sink fish is fish. Ain't nothing else in it. It's fish. Ain't no ingredients. Ain't no when you buy a fish, ain't no open it up and see what's in it. It's more fish. You have to eat single ingredient foods in order to live longer. If you turn over the label and you cannot pronounce a word on that package, you're not supposed to eat it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the thing about the D Herbs Full Body Cleanse is that you can eat on the cleanse. You have to eat certain and foods. And it starts but it... you the right way yes. with single mm-hmm. ingredient foods. That's there you right. go. And that'll that get you off to a nice jump start. And... Yeah, and then you can sustain it. That's now, right. You ain't finna live on seeds and you know what vegans do, but you know, they you know, <laughs> yeah, people just really yeah. don't know how to eat these days. And and the one thing that Steve always talks about that I love, he say, Look, you wanna when you go in the grocery store, you wanna stay alive, stay to the outside of those aisles and where the yes, vegetables, sir. the fruit, the natural ingredient foods are, the foods with those one ingredient, that's what you really truly need to do, and that's what's gonna keep you on this planet a whole lot longer than walking through those aisles. If you go down them aisles, doctor told me you're going to get sick and you're going to die. Damn. <laughs> Just like that? Wow. Damn. Okay. Wait like that? <laughs> if Message you go received. down those aisles, you're going to get sick and you're going to die. He wow. Me, Damn. <laughs> he said the outside of the grocery store, fruits, vegetables, there you go. Dairy, yeah. meat, if you're going to eat, you know, eggs, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to eat, Raw nuts. you know, some meat, right. you know, produce, 
So Steve Harvey Nation, you've heard it here. If you want to be your best in 2022, you need to start by cleansing your body from the inside. The D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse will flush out those toxins that are dragging you down. They'll have you looking and feeling better than you felt in a very long time. Trust me, I've done it and many people on the show have done it. D-Herbs helps you lose that toxic waste so you can lose that toxic weight. Go to dherbs.com right now and get a nice discount at checkout only for our audience by using promo code radio. That's the letter dherbs.com, promo code radio, or you can call 866-4-D-HERBS. That's 866-4-D-HERBS. AD, as always, we want to thank you for keeping us healthy. Absolutely. And you guys have a wonderful morning. Thank you, you too. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and the nephew's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he won't honor my husband's memory. He won't. We'll get into that and find out why in just a little bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I need a reference. I need a reference. So. That's it. Let's get to it. Come on, Kat. Uh, hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach Scotty, please. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey, hey, hey Scotty, how you doing, man? I'm trying to actually get a uh, uh-huh. a reference for for Monica. Monica? Oh, you talking about Monica's my my ex-wife? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a reference uh on her if possible. Oh, okay. So, what's she applying for a job? She trying to go to work now? Uh, no. This reference is actually for like a relationship. A, a relationship? Hold up, hold up, oh boy, wait a minute. Relationship? You you talking about a job relationship? No, 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 no. See, what, what this here is is that I'm I'm finna actually start dating Monica on the regular, and I'm calling you for a reference. Whoa, 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 oh boy, hold up, wait a minute. Who who did you say this is, and how you get my number? My name Philip, man. My name Philip. I got your number out of Monica phone. Check this out, Phil. You don't need to call me with whatever you and Monica got going on. Y'all need to go on and deal with that. No, 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 no. I, no I got that, brother. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. What I'm trying to say is is that I figured if I could get a reference and figure out what kind of person she is and get get a, you know, kind of get a background so you can kind of tell me what kind of person, her good points, her bad qualities, the whole night. See, it might save me some time from being in a long relationship if I know what to look for, what's good say, and what's bad. Man, say, say, homeboy, homeboy, I know, I know I'm not listening to this. I was mad 12 years. Ain't nobody give me no rest, so don't call me asking for no like that. If you got number from Monica, you and Monica need to forget my Okay, but hold up, hold up, bro. Like I say, man, I'm just trying to figure out. Hold up. I'm trying to figure out the good qualities and bad qualities. Like, you know, do she want to cook? You know, is she good in the bedroom? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to know. I'm trying to just know. What to look for, dog? That's all, man. I ain't trying to come to man. Look, oh, but I just can't believe calling another about some. I don't have her no more. Only thing I have to deal with is my child. You know what I'm saying? And you most definitely don't need to be around. Now, say, dude, I got to go. Okay, okay, okay. But can you give me a good reference on it? That's all I'm trying to get hey, out. Man, you, the, re- the reference is don't die number ever again and when i talk to monica me and her but hey you ain't gonna have to worry about a relationship with monica you know what i'm saying okay 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 hold up man let me go and break this to you first of all me and monica then dated for, for the last year off and on we just finna get whoa, 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 hold up dude the last year 
me and this woman just got a divorce a few months ago. Oh, so you that who must have messed up my Hey, man, no, 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 look, look, I ain't calling that's the reason why y'all broke up. I don't, I don't have nothing to do with that. I don't hey, have man, nothing to do look with that. Look here. Oh, so you that slick say, hey, mate, why don't you slide your little slick back under that rock that you slid from under? Hey, 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 dog, I can slide right on back under the rock you talking about. But what I'm trying to ask you is this right here, man. Hey, dog, can you just give her brother some references, man? Something I can look out for, some signs that, that she's going to start tripping. The reference I'm going to give you is when you don't have enough money. When she want that $1,200 bag, don't call me for that. When she needs some more money for this, oh, well, baby, I just gave you my check. What don't mean nothing. And are you pull up your bank account, ain't no money in that. That's the reference your need. Ain't I need to hear from you. Especially if you who was around with my wife while we was married. Talking about married. Hold up. The reference is I'm going to find your I'm going to call Monica, and I'm going to track down. Then, yeah, give you a reference. Then, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a reference then, face-to-face. Hey, dog, I ain't trying to have no altercation with you, man. Oh, boy, you must have been trying to have something. You dialing my number. Okay, okay dog, let me, okay, one more question, man, and then I'm going to be out your house. I just, like I said, I just wanted a few things to know some background on them. Man, you, you out of questions, homeboy. You out of questions. Okay, but this, this, I just need to know this because I want everything, hey man, I want everything to run smooth, dog, and I want us to have a good understanding. Do you have a problem, man, with, with, with your little girl calling me daddy? What the did you just ask? You asked me about my daughter. Hey, 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 calm down, dude. Calm. I'm calm as I'm going to be. You asked about mine. This about mine. Hey, dog, I'm just asking here. You around child. I will come and homeboy, look, I'm going to find because you a bad You missed the bad. You dial number. Not only you got that but man, you talking about child. I'm just asking, do you mind if she called hey, me daddy, homeboy, homeboy, look here, man. That child, her name cannot come out your mouth. You hear what I'm saying? Say, man, this man, I, I, don't, I don't have time, but I'm going to call that Monica, and I'm going to get your Yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm out of here. You want? Why is you calling me back? Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. I'm trying to tell you something. Why are you dialing my number back, I'm just trying to tell you something. Homeboy, you don't have nothing to tell me, homeboy. No, I want to say, Scotty, just listen to me, man. I want to say this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Hey, man, it's who? Hey, Scotty, Scotty, this is Tommy, man. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Say, man. Man. <laughs> oh, well, I'm about to go, man. Hey, dude, I'm about to go ballistic over here, man. Hey, Brian got one coming, though. <laughs> oh, man. You all right, man? Yeah, yeah. Say, man. <laughs> Man, Tommy, man, I, 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 I'm glad you were playing, man, because talking about my little girl. Oh, boy, Brian, no, it, it's it's going to be on in his world, man. Dude, Brian, Brian got you, man. He got you good, dog. Hey, man, one more thing, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Yes. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Tommy. Keep it as stupid as uh-uh. possible. Uh-uh. 
Mm-hmm. Scotty yeah. was not playing. No. <laughs> I love Scotty. Do you mind if your, you mind if your mind. daughter call me daddy? That, that was your girl second. called me daddy. <laughs> that sent him into the stratosphere. That changed everything. <laughs> yeah. He pushed that button for Scotty when he said that. That was it right there. Oh, Can I ask God. you one more so, thing? So. One more thing. <laughs> Can your little girl call me daddy? <laughs> boy, boy, boy. That didn't Ooh. Like that. Ooh. I know he probably looked at the phone. Did he just? Oh, man, man. Tommy, that was it. You had to hear him call yeah. him back. But you had to hear him call him back because he was sitting yeah. to go over there. No, yeah. you, but you knew it was That's all his way. You, you can't, you can't let him make another far. call. No. Oh, All right, <clears throat> let me put these dates out there. The nephew is lining them up. February 11th and 12th, I'm in Huntsville, Alabama at the Stand Up Live Comedy Club, Huntsville, Alabama. Nephew coming to town February 18th through the 20th. Baltimore, Maryland, that's Baltimore Comedy Factory. Nephew coming through there. Uh-oh, St. Louis, Missouri. February 26th, y'all, Sheldon Theater. It's called the Sheldon Theater. February 26th, the nephew coming to town. And I already told you, laying in the cut, March 19th, Beaumont, Texas, nephew coming, Julie Rogers Theater. Tickets are available at all box offices, or you can go to Ticketmaster.com. That's March 19th, Beaumont. The calendar is boy, getting heavy. Boy, did you say Ticketmaster.com? Yes, sir. Boy, if you don't look at God, what God can do. Remember <laughs> when he was telling, selling tickets at the Donut Palace and, <laughs> and car washing? Al's lawnmower service. Won't he do it? Willie, Willie's Super candy store. This boy at Ticketmaster. Look at this boy for real. Suits All right. Us. Thank you, nephew. Congratulations. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. He won't honor my husband's memory. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and just click Submit Strawberry Letter. And uh, you never know. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to do this one right here, right now. This one could be yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject... He won't honor my husband's memory. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 47-year-old woman, and I've been dating my soulmate for the past eight years. We cannot be more perfect for each other, and we have blended our children and lives together in preparation for marriage. I have two children from my husband who died 10 years ago. He has one daughter from a previous relationship. He's 49 and has never been married, so he can't wait for us to make it official. There's one thing that's holding us back. He wants me to erase my husband's memory from my mind. I have a family picture in my living room on a bookshelf. He says it's not appropriate for it to be there if he moves in with me. He also doesn't like that my son, who's 21, kept a good amount of his dad's clothes and his coats to feel close to him. My boyfriend thinks all memories should be erased. My daughter is 17, and for her 18th birthday, I plan to give her my diamond wedding ring from her father, along with a few other trinkets I was holding on to. 
I sent the jewelry to be cleaned, and my boyfriend picked it up for me. He found out what the items were, and he had a fit, saying I keep holding on to memorabilia from a man that's long gone. My heart was broken because the man I'm with now is my everything, but he's stressing out about a man that poses no threat to him or our relationship. I have suggested we start fresh with a new home, but my home has acreage, a pool, and it's on a lake, so he doesn't want to sell my home. He's really upset now because my former sister-in-law came to town and stayed with me for two days so she could spend time with my children. He hasn't spoken to me in a week, and I can't live like this. What am I doing that's so wrong? Hmm, funny you should ask that. What are you doing so wrong? Uh, my response to that is about to marry him. That's what you're doing wrong. Um, and, and I'm asking you, please don't do it. I, I, I think this man is immature. This man is controlling. This man is just mean. I mean, you said it best. Why is he so threatened by a, by a man who's been dead for 10 years? And why should you forget the father of your children and the man you shared so much else with? Um, if your new man wanted to erase your ex's memories altogether, why doesn't he, like you suggested, put you in a brand new house? Um, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what he does bring to the table and what's so great about this guy, uh, other than him being jealous of a dead man. So, um... I don't know. I, I don't think he's your soulmate. I don't think uh, a soulmate would bully you into erasing memories of your late husband. And and you guys are not, like you said in this letter, perfect for each other. You're, you're not. The, the, every line in the letter proves that. Um, you know, I, I please take a good hard look at this man. And remember, you know what? He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to honor your husband's memory. He doesn't. But um, he should absolutely be respectful of the fact and respect the fact that you honor your husband's memory and your kids honor his memory. I mean, it's not like you have an urn in the bedroom on the headboard or anything, um, you know, with, with your husband's dead ashes. I, I just think that any decent human being wouldn't have a problem with the fact that you remember your late husband in some way. It's okay. And it's quite normal. You know, for him to be scared of a dead man that can't do anything, that's what's not right. So I just say, please don't waste any more of your time with this guy. Steve? Girl, girl, give me this letter. Let me talk to this lady. See, listen to me. He won't honor my husband's memory. He ain't got to. He don't know him. Now, there are some things he's doing in the letter that I agree with, and there's some things he's doing in the letter that I disagree with. All right? So now let's start. I'm a 47-year-old woman, and I've been dating my soulmate for the past eight years. Okay? If he's your soulmate, if this is your soulmate, who was the other dude? <laughs> Talking about the dead dude now. Because this is your soulmate. Who was the other man? Okay, so now let's just start with that information. Uh, we could not be more perfect for each other. We blended our family and lives together in preparation for marriage. I got two children from my husband who died 10 years ago. He's one daughter from a previous relationship. Now, <clears throat> your guy is 49, never been married, so he can't wait for us to make it official. That's one thing that's holding us back. 
He wants me to erase my husband's memory from my mind. But let's talk about this for a minute. I have a family picture in my living room on a bookshelf. He says it's not appropriate for him to be there if he moves in with me. That's true. Don't be why I won't watch your dead ass ex-husband. I'm not finna walk past the living room, cut TV on, he over there. Every time I look over there, there y'all are in the family photo. Ain't no man finna do that. So he's absolutely right about wanting the photo removed. And you got to understand, this man ain't moving to this house with this mess right here. Got this damn picture of this dead dude up here. So I agree with him right there. He doesn't like that my son, who's 21, kept an amount of my dad's clothes and his coats to feel close to him. My boyfriend thinks all memories should be erased. And my daughter's 17. Okay, first of all, let's deal with the son keeping his dad's clothes. Okay, now he wrong for that. Hold that thought, It was still his father. Hold that thought. All right. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. (laughs) Today's Strawberry Letter subject crazy. Uh, he won't honor my husband's memory. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, he won't honor my husband's memory. And based on that title, he don't have to. So there are a couple of things in this letter I agree with him, but it's some things I don't agree, and I'll have a solution for you at the end. 47-year-old lady been dating her soulmate for eight years. Now, if this is her soulmate that she been dating, the dead husband obviously was not it, okay? (laughs) So let's just deal with that. So your new soulmate is here. And y'all got a blended family y'all trying to put together. But And he wants to make it official because he's never been married. But the only thing holding you back is he wants to erase my husband's memory from my mind. Okay, and you don't, obviously. I have a family picture in my living room on a bookshelf. He says it's not appropriate for it to be there if he moves in with me. That's a true statement. Don't nobody want to do that. How would you like it if he had an ex-wife of his picture up in the house and you moved in with him? Don't nobody like that. What's the picture for? And he dead. If he live, it'd be worse, but he dead. Let's come on now. Finna walk past this every damn day in my house. I'm finna go in here and watch Sports Center. Now, Clarence sitting up there just looking on. And he can't watch Sports Center. He's dead. He not my friend. Now, he doesn't like that your son, who's 21, kept a good amount of his dad's clothes and coats to feel close to him. The boy should. It was his father. The boy died, the boy, he 21, that mean he died, he was 11 years old. That little boy, that was his father, that's all he knew. He gotta leave that part alone, it's still his father. Now my daughter is 17 and for her 18th birthday, I plan to give her my diamond wedding ring from her father, along with a few other trinkets. I don't know who wants this. What do the 18 year old girl want with your damn wedding ring? I don't know what that's for, I don't, what she want that for? I don't know, but I guess you made it up anyway. I was holding on to that. You've been holding, you see, you keep holding on to stuff and your new soulmate, for him to be your soulmate, you keep holding on to stuff. See, now you wrong right here. Uh, I sent the jewelry to be cleaned and my boyfriend picked it up for me. He found out what the items were and he had a fit. Said I kept holding on to memorabilia from a man that's long gone. And that's true. You can't say this man is your soulmate and you holding on to the wedding ring you got from a dead dude that died 10 years ago. Man, lady, you gotta let this go. My heart was broken because the man 
I'm with now is my everything. Well, if he's your everything, you, now both of them can't be everything. This your new everything. You got to let your was everything go. Got to let his ass go. He gone. A lot of people can't drive their car because they keep looking in the rearview mirror. You have a windshield to look out of. That's your future with your new man. You're bringing some of this on yourself. Now, he wrong about the son, but that's all I can see him wrong for. He a little upset about the daughter, but the daughter part is on you because you're trying to give your daughter for her 18th birthday that little ragged-ass ring. She probably ain't even asked for it. You thought it was a good-ass idea when you should I called it a ragged-ass ring because that's what the soulmate is called it. Y'all can take you. Close your mouths on the Zoom like you can't believe I said it. I told you in 2022 what I was doing. Pointed. Close your mouth. The little girl ain't answered this little ragged-ass ring. You thought it would be good to give it to her because your father gave it to me on my wedding day. Now, he done went out there to pick it up like a fool. I done lost it. Oh, gosh. A diamond. <laughs> fell down the sewer when I made a left turn on the car and fell out the window. You're crazy. <laughs> now, my heart was broke because a man I'm with now is my everything, but he's stressing about a man that poses no threat to him or our relationship. But he's in it, though. I have suggested we start fresh in the hip part where I've, I've suggested we fresh with a new home, but my home has acreage, a pool, and it's on the lake. So he don't want to sell my home. Oh, okay. Uh, now, now. So he wants the assets, but he don't want the ass that's set there. Huh? Come on. See yeah. how I did that? Yeah, I love it. That's what I just said. He wants the assets, but he don't want the ass that's set there. So now, that's really weird. All of a sudden, he'll take the assets that the man created, the acreage, the land, the pool, the equity in the house, but he don't want nothing else. That's odd. He's really upset now because my former sister-in-law came to town and stayed with me for two days so she could spend time with our children. Now, come on, dog. You got that, that don't mean her relationship with her sister is gone. He hasn't spoken to me in a week, and I can't live like this. What am I doing that's so wrong? All right. If he can be accepting of the house, he going to have to be accepting of the coat and the clothes that the boy kept. He going to have to be accepting of the fact that you're going to give the ring to the daughter because there was still their father, and they loved him greatly, and he was obviously a great father, so he's got a good life. Now, he can't love the assets and the house and all this here, but hate everything else. So I see right now, so he loves anything that he can benefit from, mm-hmm. but anything that he can't benefit from, he got problem with. So that he can benefit part. from the house. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Y'all need therapy. Pick the hell of a soulmate, though, i tell you what. But you better get all these dead-ass pictures and get these rings up out this house. We burn the cups up in here. Uh-uh. But we're going to keep this pool in this land in this house. Yeah. Let home. him go. That all ain't right. right. Uh, <laughs> you guys can leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Instagram on Steve Harvey FM. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, first off, Shred, I just want to say welcome back to the NBA. CJ McCullum came back the other night, Unc. I know you on vacation. You ain't seen none of this, but he back after he had the collapsed lung. Came back, 
They played against the Orlando uh, Magic. He hit 16 points on his first game back, man. <gasps> I'm just glad to see that boy back, man. I love CJ. That's good. Yeah, man. He came all the way back from that. Also, I got to talk about my own team. And I don't even know. I understand this. But the Houston Texans defied David Cully, our head sure coach. Did. He is out of there. So, it didn't really matter. We ain't win before games. What's what, what, what the problem here, Tom? What you mean? It wasn't it the coach. Matter. Y'all don't have a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get a fast shot, Junior. I know I don't he think did. He, got a fast. he did. He didn't. He didn't get a fast shot, which makes Mike Tomlin the only black head coach in the NFL. That's sad, ain't That's it? That's a shame. That's sad. That's yeah. A shame. Also, up well, now we it's got the it. owners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, up we got it. Here it is. The favorites right now to win the Super Bowl in this order: Green Bay Packers, Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Buffalo Bills come in fourth, Tennessee Titans, Los Angeles Rams, Cincinnati Bengals, San Francisco 49ers. Packers are the favorite. Uh, you want to argue with that? Or you just you just think that's fine? I argue with that. I argue with that. I oh, think Tampa think? Bay is the favorites, man. Mm. I think Tampa Bay, they got their defense back. They got all 12 of them players back since week one. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. At Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to me, they rough. They them some rough cats, man. Yeah, you, you know them some rough boys. Who would be the dark horse? And then Kansas school? City got they swagger. Who you? What dark horse? Um, uh, like with Tennessee Titans, with you, they number one seed in the AFC. Boy, 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 <laughs> not finna win no damn Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Who not? <laughs> Talk about, I'm Tennessee. About Tennessee. What? <laughs> they didn't know they one got seed. No Super Bowl. Best running back in the league, boy. Hell yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah. not for to take them to they a Super Bowl. They got pretty-ass uniforms, too. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, the quarterbacks you talking about getting past? Yeah. yeah. You talking about getting Rod, past Rodgers. Yeah. Brady. Yeah. Mahomes. What's his name? Tannehill? Tannehill. What's his name? <laughs> What? Right down here. What? You right. What? <laughs> you say them names. You tell me how he going to whoop either one of them I just named. <laughs> Boy, stop. You got to have badass quarterback to win Super Bowl. All right, Junior. <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, a Tulsa, Oklahoma pastor is trending because he rubbed spit on someone's face. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A Tulsa, Oklahoma pastor went viral after rubbing spit on a churchgoer's face. This was during service on Sunday. Uh, Mike Todd is the lead pastor at Transformation Church. He's seen spitting in his hand, then rubbing it all over a man's face during his sermon. In the video located on the church's Uh YouTube page. Black, black. Yeah, he's, he's black. not white. No, he black. Oh, that, oh yeah, he's black. Is, oh, we whooping his ass. We whooping his ass. Oh, this is completely <laughs> out loud right here. Go ahead, finish the story. <laughs> Pastor Todd is demonstrating. This is this is the, the the message he was trying to get across. He's demonstrating the idea that receiving a vision from God might get nasty. Okay, and and when he did it, you know, of course, what? many parishioners were like, "Ew!" and "Oh my gosh!" You know, that could all be heard on the video. The pastor explained 
Uh, and this is where most people would not face Jesus anymore. What most people him. would do is turn away. The pastor continued, how you just reacted is how the people in your life will react when God is doing what it takes for a miracle. There you mm-hmm. go. But we're in the middle of COVID, and you're going to spit uh-huh. on, all in my face? Yeah. So, wait a it minute. It was disgusting. I saw yeah. it. It was disgusting. Let me get the analogy again. He said, what, Shirley? Okay. He said, this is what? Let me hear the analogy. Okay. The pastor said, this is where most people would not face Jesus anymore. What most people would do is turn away. You know, this was after people in the Because we scared Jesus might spit on us. <laughs> well, you know, after he That's what it, I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Keep reading. The pastor continued how you just reacted when the people were going, ooh, and oh my gosh. How you just reacted is how people in your life will react when God is doing what it takes for the miracle. This ain't no good example. First of all, yeah. yeah. No, this is not a good example at <laughs> no, all, man. At all. Pastor, no. I'm out to church right now. First of all, you just lost a member. Because, yeah. see, I'm out to church. First of all, you bet you can praise your Heavenly Father that you didn't spit on me. Mm hmm. Because yeah. now we viral for a whole nother reason. Yeah. And we all spitting uh, now. But yeah, yeah. you can't use that because God is not a disgusting God. Right. God right. is not a vile God. That That's not God's way. That That's not how God does it, man. That's just mm-hmm. a poor analogy. If that's your analogy for what, mm-hmm. that's Terrible. why people don't turn away from the Lord. Why? Because they might spit on him? No, yeah. don't. Uh, what? Well, he did. Yeah, he was, Sometimes he was, a vision comes nasty. What? Uh, when? When? When did that happen? That's not a vision, dog. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Y'all show this ain't uh, Kanye this? Church? No, Y'all show I this saw ain't. the video. It was, uh, it was horrible. You show sure these people was black or maybe it was just a dog? No, they not. No. They black. <laughs> he they was no black. Way. The pastor's black. What's and the man. Maybe it was just a dark video. Wasn't enough light no. in the room. You <laughs> show these was black. <laughs> black. Yes, very black. So, how, wait a minute. How old was the dude he put the spit on? Young, young looking guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But and what, no fight? No fight broke out? He wasn't an old guy or anything. No. He just stood there and just took it? Yeah. In his 40s, 30s or 40s? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you think he told the dude that that's what he was going to do during the sermon? Nope. His reaction didn't look like he knew. He looked shocked. And he didn't spit back on him? He didn't He didn't whoop past his ass is what we got. <laughs> <laughs> no, dog, I'm not spitting back on you. And no, Jesus did this in the Bible. You're not Jesus. What are you doing? I don't even know Jesus what Jesus did about. what, Shirley? You know, Jesus spit in the man's eyes and... and um, oh, yeah. yeah. He spit on yeah. the ground yeah, and, 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 and rubbed clay the over the man. Again. Uh, he rubbed clay. Clay. Yeah. He spit in his eyes so he could see again. He spit on the he, ground. He already had vision. <laughs> so what did this dude win? <laughs> not win. <laughs> but, the, but the pastor what was did his issue apology. <laughs> On social media, by the way. The pastor <laughs> issued an apology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did. So, obviously, that analogy wasn't from God, because you don't have to apologize for God. Mm-hmm. Good point. All right. I'm so we'll have We'll right have here. more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes what after, right after place? this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so doctors, guys, are advising people to avoid the latest TikTok trend. Yes, this is a TikTok trend. It's a trend on TikTok because it's so very, very dangerous. It's called Sleepy Chicken or NyQuil Chicken. It's the latest trend. Like I said, it involves cooking chicken in cold and flu medication syrup. The food is then soaked in the cold and flu medication and then cooked. Dr. Aaron Hartman, a clinical professor at Virginia Commonwealth University, explained, he said, when you cook cough medicine like NyQuil, you boil off the water and alcohol in it, leaving the chicken saturated with a concentrated amount of drugs in the meat, and it would be as if you're actually consuming a half bottle of NyQuil. But this is what people are doing. Wow. So stupid. Who won't? <laughs> Night this is I don't. I don't know who doing that. <laughs> I understand why. But you know what gets on my nerves why? with the TikTok no challenges and trends? Why they let it get so bad and then mm-hmm. they come out and do the warning? Why don't you stop it before? But well, but I think even before Carl, the who thinks of this is, stuff? Who thinks of don't this nobody stuff? know. That is that many dumbass people in the world <laughs> yeah. that's going to fry some defense. chicken and NyQuil. <laughs> hey, man, the beating my mama would have gave me for messing up this chicken. Yes, yes. that's expensive NyQuil. I got scared. Just some good NyQuil. You mess up a whole pack of wings with some damn NyQuil. Try us in here. Yes. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for Would You Rather. Let's get to it. Would you rather have a body like Michael B. Jordan or a face like Chris Cuomo? I'm going with Let's get after it. I want to know. The hell I want to look like Chris Cuomo for? Yeah. Is that a Charlie, question? you must have came up with this yourself. You got your own little ignorant ass fantasies in this one right no, here. I did. Chris Cuomo. Yes. Who the hell want to look like Chris Cuomo? He what? He ain't working. Uh-uh. I just look like Michael B. <laughs> Unemployed. Answer it. Would you rather Michael B. Jordan uh, or Chris Cuomo? Never wanted to look like a white man in my life, ever. Did you? I ain't, ain't never been. I ain't been a black dude I wanted to look like because I knew I couldn't. So you'd rather have a body like well, Michael B. Jordan? Or... This Zoom right here would be so interesting. <laughs> you just coming to work. You just you ain't got no shirt on. Put your shirt now, on, Steve. Is, is he sitting up in here with a, is that a, is that a blue and pink jockey strap? <laughs> oh, you're not That's wearing bottoms either? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, no, I'm not wearing Speedo. I'm jockey straps. Oh, <laughs> All right. Would you rather be a contestant on Dancing with the Stars or a contestant on Jeopardy? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm losing both of them. Well, yeah, it don't even matter. Well, <laughs> the most fun is going to be watching me on Jeopardy. That'll be the most fun. What <laughs> I'll be way more entertaining on Jeopardy. Because well, you're not going to believe the stuff I don't know. Yeah. And I'm talking about, boy, the look, I'm going to be first one in. Yeah, that's what I said. The buzzer. But the looks buzzer. on my face. Oh, ain't nobody got faster hands than me on Jeff. I'm going to get in. <laughs> oh, what, so is, <laughs> what is? What is? Come on. What is? Come on. A- ask me any question. Anybody, just ask me a question. Okay. How many ounces are in a cup? Uh, what is 
enough to drink. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. That would be eight ounces. Well, depending on how thirsty you is, though. Yeah, oh, the 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 me the 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 rationale of me playing Jeopardy yeah uh-huh. is uh, boy you'd be entertaining. Try <laughs> try one more, Shirley. All right, one, uh, one, one, one would more you rather in. have sex in a kiddie pool full of chocolate pudding, or would you rather have sex in a kiddie pool full of banana pudding? I'd rather have oh, sex. No. As long as we have sex, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I don't I care can, which listen, one. the pudding flavor. <laughs> I'd rather be in that banana pudding because that chocolate going to get confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back with our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with some closing remarks from our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Judge Steve. We saw you last night. Mm-hmm. Last break here of the come day. The judge. Right here. Uh-huh. Your Honor. Appreciate the support. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> you know we watched. Of course, I didn't yeah. see it. <laughs> well, you know, no, I still ain't seen it. Really? <laughs> we tune it in every <laughs> week. <laughs> we love it. I, I you. need y'all too. You know the numbers. Oh, yeah. You know the numbers. You know what it is. We got you. We love Try you. Try and stop us, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you know, I got some closing remarks today. Okay. And uh, it's this. Uh, in light of my 65th birthday that God so wondrously has allowed me to live to see, it's not that I didn't think I'd make it to 65 I was just so busy trying to survive some of them other birthdays that I didn't really look at 65 because I've been in a dog fight just trying to get through the 30s and the 20s and figure out my life at 21. And I've been busy. But I looked up and God gave me 65 years. And on this special closing remark, I have a special closing remark that I would like to send out to all of my haters. I have a message for my haters, and I have a message for your haters. And today, to my haters, sincerely, I wanted to thank you. I wanted to thank each and every one of you for inspiring me. I wanted to stop and take this time to thank you all for sharpening me. I want to thank you all for strengthening me in your own way, and you didn't even know it. Or I'm pretty sure it wasn't your intent but you did it. And today I want to stop. Steve Harvey wants to stop and thank all of his haters. I want to thank you for pushing me, for making me want to just do better. I I want to thank you most of all for pushing me closer to God. Thank you, haters. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for that more than I thank you for anything. I thank you for, 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 for making me have to call on him. I want to thank you for for making me have to trust anymore. I want to thank all my haters for causing me to seek God more. I want to thank you. I want to thank my haters for causing me to lean on scriptures more. Man, thank y'all so much. Without you, I just wouldn't have been doing it, I don't think. I want to thank y'all for helping me to realize who is the source of all my blessings. Because, you know, for a minute, you all actually thought it was you. You actually thought it was you who was the source of all my blessings, that you could 
wish them into existence or talk them out of existence. I want to thank you for making me realize who the real source of all my blessings were. I didn't need it, but I thank you for reminding me. I wanted you to help me realize that man has no power over my destiny or my future. Thank you, haters. Without you, I would have been putting stuff on you. I actually, some of you all actually thought that you had that power over me. And, and just by seeing you do it to me over the years, time and time again, I just realized that you, you helped me to understand that you don't. You have no power over my destiny or my future. Oh, I want to thank you most of all because I heard you laughing at me. I heard a lot of you laughing at me. Thank you so much, haters. I want you to know because I heard you gloating. I heard a lot of you gloating too. And some of you who I thought were actually friends of mine. I want to thank you for laughing at me because I heard you gloating. And I know you was gloating of what you perceived as my demise. Every time something happened to me, I heard you laughing and gloating. Oh, he lost this show. Oh, he lost that show. Oh, it bothered me a little bit, but I didn't know it. But you were there for me the whole time, strengthening me, making me realize who my resource was, who the source was. So I want to thank you all for that, too. I want to thank you all for fortifying my favorite scripture, which is Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Thank you for that. I got that from my haters. If it wasn't for y'all, y'all wouldn't have pushed me to so deep into that scripture, the understanding, man, of what it truly meant in my life because I know I'm a child of God and I know he loves me, but I needed y'all to remind me just how much he loved me. I want to thank you for allowing me to bear witness to God's power and God's plan. Finally, man, it has sunk in after all these years. I, you finally taught it to me that what God has for me, no man can stop, no matter what they say. And man, y'all said it all about me, didn't you? I want to thank you for that. Very rarely do you get a chance to stop and thank haters because you think they're there with they so evil. But I can't tell you the goodness that they've done for me. All the things that haters have done for me. I want to thank you, haters. Are you still there? Well, if you are, I want to thank you for allowing me to see my enemies become my footstool. Because that's a scripture too. I thank you. I thank you for, for the people who took away my shows. Who laughed at me when they did it. Who had it in for me only to create the ability to walk up the hall and go through another door that had a better show. Oh man, thank you. I wanna thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I wanna stop and say I'm so much better now that I just wanted to stop and thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I mean this with everything that's in me. And if no closing remark of mine has ever gone viral, I hope this one does. Thank you to all my haters. Please continue to do your thing and watch God continue to do his thing. Man, that God I serve is a mighty God. It ain't nothing you can do about it. And I'm his and his alone. <laughs>
For oh, all the mock clothes contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 